Welcome to another edition of the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Zay, with my tag team partner, the one and only Emerito Rivera. Em, how are you, my friend? I'm good. It's a morning, so I'm not that great. <laughs> yes. I got my cold, cold coffee. It was hot a little while ago, but uh, it's, it's just black, cold liquid now. It tastes like death. No. All right. Well, with that positive pick me up here, we want to welcome everybody to the show. And we decided this week to sort of take a step back. We sort of like jumped into this podcast. We're like, yeah, we got the Good Brothers. Yeah, we got Hurricane. Yeah, we got Rocky. Yeah, we got DDP. And we're like, yeah, these people don't know who really where we are. So that's what we're going to do. Who is that guy that I call Randolph? Yeah, who is that guy, Amarito, who has a video game store? So let's, let's, we decided to take a, uh, a little diversion this week and sort of just take a quick break and, uh, introduce ourselves to the audience so you can understand who we are. And uh, you know, for those who don't know me, again, my name is Randy Zelia. I am the uh, founder and owner of BackSportsPage.com. Uh, I have other shows on that little network of programming with Off Topic and the Hardwood Huddle. And I'm jumping on the football shows all the time because I am also a, a New York Giants beat writer. And uh, my and I'm also a big wrestling fan. Otherwise, I would not be doing this show. Uh, and my partner in crime over here is someone who I met back in 2016. Uh, he was nice enough to open a retro video game store right around the corner from my house at the time. And since then, we've become good friends. And his name is uh, Emerito Rivera. So, M, fast forward four years, we're hosting a podcast together. Yeah, I think your biggest mistake was coming in that day and going, yeah, I like wrestling. And the, the down, rest was just... Down, <laughs> downhill ever since then. My life has taken some weird turns since. <laughs> I think that... Uh, I remember you came in uh, years ago. And you're like, yeah, man, I, I, I like wrestling. You're like, wrestling? I, I like wrestling too. It's like, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, yeah we're like be? two dogs like smelling each other. Like, <laughs> you like wrestling? Really? Like, who's your favorite wrestler? And, and that- uh, and that's the funny thing too, like the conversation with that. And like, that was before we were like, we were still like, you know, brainwashed with WWE. Oh yeah. Yeah. WWE, 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 WWE. And it was like, all right, let's, let's watch WWE then. You know, what's, what's <laughs> crazy is that, uh, you know, AW came along cause we used to be like just WWE guys. We would watch every pay-per-view at the store. Uh, and here we are now we, we've opened our eyes to so much more. Uh, AEW came along. It reminded me, I used to watch new Japan when, uh, the, the, the tapes used to come out, you know, the, the fan tapes would come out in, uh, the nineties. So I, I was exposed to new Japan back then, but nothing ever since. So AEW comes along and reminds me that new Japan is still around and I can watch it online here. I am watching it online. Now we're watching AEW, New Japan. He's actually now. watching New Japan right now while doing this show. He's well, much- I'm going to do that after this show. I still got to catch up on World Tag League and Super Junior. And then now Super J Cup is coming up. I don't have enough time. Thankfully, I don't have a life so I can catch up. But imagine if I had things to do, you know? Well, it was funny you just said that because we were t- started talking about that last episode on the Conrad episode. about our schedules and stuff like that. And, yeah. you know, was it, it was like the other day. You know, we were, I think, preparing for Conrad a little bit, and it was like a, it was a morning, and you, we were posting DDP, and you were like, oh yeah, I want to talk to you about something. I'm like, oh, I can't talk. I'm on a Giants call, and then you call me back like an hour later. I was somewhere else doing something else, and then we did some recordings, and we're like, we got to do the openings, and we're like, 
do it tomorrow because you're doing eight million different things and you're yeah you, you got all like jittery on me it's like i'm like you look like you were looking for a way out so i'm like you know what tomorrow dude we'll, we'll do it tomorrow like i can't well, do with your jitteriness well but again too you know gotta remember too there's a staff of 45 um i'm uh i'm working with in that sense i know and I, i'm the one guy like pestering you hey <laughs> You messed up on this picture. You oh, misspelled yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> you messed up on the picture. I sent him a screenshot. I'm on the phone with Coach. Okay, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> don't effing care. I'll fix it. <laughs> so tell Coach to wait. You started with me first today. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what's funny too is um, I remember when AEW was getting started. I'm like, all right, let's see what this is. And they had that initial pay per view. And I remember when I walked into the Level One Games in Pompton Plains, New Jersey. Uh, you know. Take your game to the next level by reliving your past. Go to level1games.com. And I walked in there and see how I did that? That was nice. Yeah, I like um, it. So I walked in there and I remember that day. I actually remember it's like those moments where you remember certain things. And that uh-huh. opening pay per view of AEW, I, like you had pretty much started to abandon WWE at that point. And I was just okay with like, all right, I feel like I'm sort of like cheating on someone by watching another wrestling promotion. And yeah, you had those guilty and, thoughts. I had, that guilty, I had that guilty feeling. And I'm watching, I'm going, I at the end, I felt like I needed like a cigarette or something because you're just like, <laughs> wow, that was really good. And then it's like, then you go back and watch in WWE and you're just like, oh God. And I think my fandom, like my, my beginning divorce with WWE happened WrestleMania weekend that year. Ah, yes, yes. If you, if that, you, that weekend was so good. I mean, we had we had NXT on Friday, which is a WWE product. Uh, I think that's like the best stuff they're producing right now. Uh, the in-ring, I'm an in-ring, in-ring action guy. So, of course, I was blown away by that pay-per-view. And then the next night, you had Ring of Honor and New Japan in the granddaddy of them all, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I lost my goddamn mind. And then the next day I had what, like eight hours of monotony and what the hell was I watching? I was not happy with that show, but. Well, you know, it was funny though. What did I say to you? He said, did you watch NXT yet? And I said to you, no, I'm not going to watch NXT because you tell me how amazing it was. I wanted to watch WrestleMania first because I'm probably going to be disappointed with WrestleMania. So I'd rather watch NXT because I didn't want to be, wow, that was amazing. And then think WrestleMania was terrible. WrestleMania was terrible. Then I watched NXT and I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. Pretty much, you know, WrestleMania was became way too long, um, and they sort of adopted the Wrestle Kingdom aspect to WrestleMania this year, not only because of the pandemic, but because they, breaking it up into two nights may not be the worst thing in the world for them because you can't do these eight-hour shows. I, I don't know. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom was two nights for the first time this year. Okay. Uh, they're they're doing two nights next month. Uh, which is an experiment considering that this is a brand new thing. And then we're, 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 this is their post COVID shows because they're doing a lot better than, than us in that regard. They actually have an audience. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna, how it's gonna transition. I mean, you, you have a title match the first night, then you have another title match the next night. I mean, are people going to be that excited for the second night? I heard there was some, some fatigue, uh, for night two this year. And then immediately after Wrestle Kingdom did it, WWE adopted it. I get it, the whole COVID thing. But I don't know if two nights is, is such a great idea. I mean, don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I, as I'm sitting there watching two nights of New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom, am I going to complain? Not one goddamn bit. But 
in retrospect, I might go, yeah, maybe, maybe two nights wasn't such an idea, but I will still enjoy the hell out of it. Now, look, I'm the first one to tell you when I'm 100% wrong, but when it came to AEW, I was 100% wrong. And now it's become my guilty pleasure every single Wednesday night of being able to go be home and watching AEW or at the store watching AEW with you. And the product is good. It's not always perfect. I find that some of, as much as I love Chris Jericho, I do find some of his stuff being a little hokey, like the dinner debonair and the... uh, the Saturday Night Live thing they did with him, with MJF. I didn't think it was great. But at the end of the day, it reminds me the closest thing to the Attitude Era. No, don't jump on me for saying this. But the attitude I'm going to jump on you, so just, just get ready. Okay, well, what I mean by the Attitude Era was during the Attitude Era, they, did, they had something for everybody. If you didn't like what DX was doing, you had Austin McMahon and you had this going. You had another storyline with Undertaker going. There's different things going on. I feel that way about AEW. They have a couple different things going on where if you don't like the fact that Shaquille O'Neal is coming on the show tomorrow, you're going to want to watch what happens with Kenny and John Moxley and how that whole thing is going to go down. Uh, so I think there's a whole bunch of different things that they're, they're doing, whereas WWE has one or two storylines for each show and then everything else is just filler. I mean, yeah, you can you can look at it like that, but I think we romanticized the Attitude Era a lot since we were young and it was exciting and it was new. But when we really go through the Attitude Era, there was a lot of crap. I mean, just oh, unadulterated. I, that, crap. That, but again, people like crap. You know Listen, what I mean? Like Mark Henry and May Young gave birth, birth to a hand. To a hand. All right, so. <laughs> It's a we, can't, we can't sit there and say this was the golden age. I mean, it was good. It was no, fun. No, no. What I mean it by, was not the best, though. What I mean was if you turned on Raw back at that point in time, when you saw the Godfather was coming down with the whole train, he had his segment and he knew what he was doing at that point. Well, that was another thing. He came down and you just said it. He came down with the whole train. Like you're saying this in 2020 and you're not seeing a problem with this. You're calling this a good era? No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I see where the era had some flaws. It's got more than, it was, you know what it was? Uh, The Attitude Era was Jerry Springer on steroids. And then we had, it was the same thing. But when you look at it, we still had one or two major storylines that everybody followed. We had the McMahon and the, and Austin. I think you can compare it to any era. It's the same thing. I think we over, over romanticized the attitude era. I agree. I th- and I think we over romanticized the Monday night wars too. Oh, no. definitely, man. Because I, I'll sit there and I'll remember watching Raw first, and then I'd watch uh, three hours of Nitro at what was it like? The the replay would start at eleven right yeah. after, and it's like I would sit there and I would watch every what was that like five hours? I'd, I'd go to sleep at like three in the morning, and then sometimes I wouldn't watch like the major the the, the major matches toward the end. I would love the the cruiserweights in the beginning. I was never a big Goldberg fan, or never big. A Hogan fan. I was always like a Shawn Michaels fan. And during that time, Shawn Michaels wasn't on TV anymore. Like he had left, he had the back issues. So my buddies, they decided to play a joke on me. I think uh, Carlos was one of them. And uh, they, they call me up and they're like, yo, you never believe what just happened on Nitro. Like Shawn Michaels came on Nitro. 
and it blew my mind, man. Cause I was like, now I got to watch. So here I am like staying up to three in the morning, <laughs> waiting for Shawn Michaels to show up. And the only thing I end up seeing is, uh, <laughs> His Hulk Hogan job to, to Bill Goldberg. And I was pissed. I was like, it's three in the morning. I think it was even like over, uh, uh, like it goes over the, the overage. I think they went over their time, their time allotted. So it was like three 15 in the morning and I'm hot. I'm, I'm really cursing these guys out, man, but they got me good. Sean Mike's never appeared. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember when uh, Sean came back in 2002 and, um, when he came back and joined the NWO and they were trying to recruit Hunter, the guys who I was always watching wrestling with were like, Oh, they're going to put the X together. They're going to put the X together. I'm like, they're not going to put the X together. Trust me. They're never going to do it. And all of a sudden that one Monday night where Hunter turned on them and they came on his DX and it went right when he turned on them, all the guys started screaming, I'm not going to curse on him. They go, if you ready, they called my phone because they all watched it on delay. And I was just like, I was like, I told you they were never going to do it. So don't even try. And they're like, no, how dare you? How'd you know? I'm like, dude, trust me. Common sense. Common sense. You know what's funny is I took a small break from wrestling. I think from (laughs) about 2001 to about 2004. When when was uh, WrestleMania 20? 2004. Yeah, so around 2004. So I had no idea Shawn Michaels was back. This is like my, (laughs) my teenage idol. I was like all about Shawn, right? So... Next thing you know, like somebody tells me they have tickets to to go to WrestleMania, and I'm like, "Wait, no, you you must be talking about you have tickets to go to a regular indie show." And he's like, "No, I got tickets to go to WrestleMania. Want to come?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" So we end up going, right? And I look up the card, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's it's Shawn Michaels, it's Triple H, it's Chris Benoit, the one we shall never name, and <laughs> this is the main event in Madison Square Garden." And I'm going nuts, right? And we go and I'm all excited. I'm like, I'm going to watch wrestling for the first time in like a couple of years. And they scan our tickets and they are effing fake. They were counterfeit. And I haven't felt disappointed like that in years. And it's so funny because later on, I went to a couple of uh, WrestleManias with my son. And I used to always fear like when they scanned my ticket to, to see that they were fake, but they were always real after that, man. But after that, I was hooked again because then uh, my son, he was little back then and and he was obsessed with, uh, what was it? His wrestlers were Cena, Rey Mysterio. I think that was it. And uh, he we we would always play uh, SmackDown on, on 2000, you know, SmackDown on PlayStation and I would whoop his little ass and I would make him cry. And I'd be like, no, 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 no you're not going to beat me. Okay, so <laughs> you, just, you just you just opened the door here to a, a quick conversation we could definitely have. Since you are a, a video game store owner, and there are a lot of wrestling video games, give me your top three wrestling video games. Top three, I would go. I'll give, I'll give you my three after you give me yours. All right, uh, I would go No Mercy for the N sixty four. That that would be not my number one. I had so much fun creating characters and making my own storylines. Uh, underneath that, you, you'll be a little surprised, but I'll go with uh, Fire Pro Wrestling for the oh, Sega yeah. Saturn. For yeah, the Sega that. Saturn, it uh-huh. was six-man scramble, and you you could buy the uh, the extra piece so that you could play with six players. And we would sit there from morning, well, my morning, which was like 12 in the afternoon, <laughs> so about like three in, the, three in the morning, the actual morning, a.m., and we would beat the crap out of each other in these 
huge stories we made is like, oh, we're in a battle royal. We're fighting for the light heavyweight title. Uh, And the last one would probably be uh, SmackDown Bring the Pain. That would be my, Here, my three. Yeah, because that was like the first one that had Austin Goldberg. Like, at every yeah, match. it had um, it had Brock. It had yeah. everybody, man. And you could just... I think you can even go to Times Square in that one, wasn't it? Yeah, you were able to go to Times Square. It was the first time they had legends in it. So you're like Old School yeah. Undertaker and Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. And and that was another one where we had the, the, the adapter where we could put extra controllers in that we'd beat the crap out of each other for, for hours on end. For, for me... Man, I know Mercy's still number one too. I like, I think because that really was the most compelling video game. I remember making, I remember making the showster. I made the Hulkster in that one too. I made the the Heartbound Age. I made everybody in that one. Um, for SmackDown versus Raw, two thousand seven. I just that was a good one. Yeah, because that was like the last time you had an easy control an easy control thing. And it was a complicated where you have to press like five buttons to get a move in. I just felt that it was much easier that way. And you know, which one I also like too. I like the original Nintendo pro wrestling game. Oh, Jesus had... Christ. Really? Well, that's like, in your top three. That will back then, <laughs> back then, you know what I mean? Like you what you play it back then. I remember I was hours of Starman versus Amazon, the Starman, the Starman splash, the, the moonsault, and the uh, the Amazon. I'm just saying, I used to play that for hours on it. Listen, uh, I'll tell you what. I have a couple of copies. Why don't you come to the store? <laughs> and get one? Um, you can have that. Put it on your wall. I'll even sign it for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I'm going to give an I'm going to give an honorable mention to WCW NWO Revenge because it's almost that was good. Yeah, that's that too was good. W, that was I think the best WCW game they ever put out. Yeah. You know, did you ever hear the story about the WCW game they put out in 1990? No, uh, was that Nintendo? Yeah, it was Nintendo. Nintendo, so, Super Nintendo, wasn't it? No, it was, it was regular Nintendo, and the Road Warriors were on the cover. Yeah, I've had a couple of copies come into the store. Yeah, so that game released a month after the Road Warriors left WCW. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so both guys are in the game, and with their faces all over the cover of the video game, they sued WCW for royalties of the video game. Jim Hurd, who was in charge of WCW at the time, we don't know how great of a job he did. He let Ric Flair walk away and go walk to WWE with their championship belt. Told the Road Warriors to not pay Road Warriors they're paying a cent. And then when they got legal action, they paid the Road Warriors six point two million dollars in royalty. Dude, I don't even know what a thousand dollars looks like. You're talking about millions. Yeah, so that's why when Animal and Hawk kept on quitting promotions, they were fine because they had money they were sitting on. Yeah, so, exactly. So you know, God rest both of them. But you know, at the same time, um, you know, look, and and like we saw those video games were great. And wrestling is at a at a tie peak, and I, there's so many different podcasts out there. And and I want to salute, you know, one of the reasons why you're now you're now doing this show together, salute, salute the Deep Six podcast that we were on reviewing the AW show. Wayne does a good job over there. And you know, one of the things that we want to do with this show is just for us to a have fun. And B, and do some good interviews. And, uh, you know, we just enjoy the enjoy the time we have with each other. 
You know what I mean? No, like, definitely. And, and that's what it's about, man. We're watching wrestling. I, I I take a lot of inspiration from some of the podcasts I listen to. I listen to Talking Shop religiously. Uh, every Sunday, I'm working out and I'm listening to Rocky and the Good Brothers, like, tickling me, man. They, they, they're hilarious. I listen to Wrestle Rap, uh, which it was weird because I don't like rap, but it's pretty good. And he's a New Yorker. Uh, so I gotta, I gotta represent. He's from Staten Island, though. So that's a, that's a, that's one strike against him. But I, I'll forgive him. I also listen to Thomas Island because I'm a huge Tom, Thomas Honga fan. Do I, do I tell, do I tell that story real quick with us? That we asked him to be on the show? And no, no, no. That's that's backstage <laughs> privileged stuff. We can't, we can't divulge. So let's, let's, let's just say he won't be on anytime soon. Um, um, you never know. Listen, maybe we could convince him to never come on. Never say never. Never in this business never, say never. never I would never. love. I would. I go on the limb, and I and I'm gonna go on a limb. And and admit this, I'm a huge fan. I would love to have Tamatanga on this show to just talk. Yeah. We'll talk about whatever he wants. We can talk about the goddamn weather, or the virus, or anything. Uh, what's it, what's his favorite burger? Does he like cheese on it? I think that uh, he's an interesting dude. And uh, yeah, I, I said it, man. I would love to have him and his brother. Wow. With with that being said, too, you know, what, obviously we've had Conrad on, we've had DDP on. We've had some with the Good Brothers and Rocky on, and of course Chris Manley. We, we always seem to look over Chris Manley. Yeah, man. Why do we do that? <laughs> he was a really, really cool dude, and he gave us a lot of pointers. and And he has a ton of experience and has his own title belt. Like we can't forget that part. And his own champ is is and his, I just and, said that. Yeah, and his, his own championship even, belt. No, not even the belt. The Emmys. We we're like he's got no championship belt. What about the Emmys? No, no, he's got a yeah, championship. Yeah, no, belt. no Emmys. We're wrestling fans. We care about that belt more than when the, the actual things <laughs> that matter. You know. <laughs> uh, real quick, also we want to thank uh, Andrew Fume, uh, Andrew Fume. Andrew.fume94 at gmail.com. He's the one who produces this show. Uh, if you guys have any video work that you need done, give him a, a shoot him an email. I'm sure he'll put his information here right up here on the screen uh, when you're watching this or, you know. That's another cool dude. I met him at the store and he, yeah. he's been great and helping us out, uh, keeping us looking good. Cause like I said earlier, we suck and we couldn't do this without him. We, <laughs> we, we couldn't shine we can't without shine his, uh, yeah. yeah, without his expertise. So. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, thank you so much, Andrew. And if uh, matters where we're airing this, so we're instead of trying to single out holidays, we're going to say happy holidays and happy yeah. new year. Because at this point in time, there's, you know, a, we, there's a lot, and we don't know when this is going to air. It's probably going to air. In I think this is. I think closer we, to to Christmas or something. Well, I think this is going up the. Yeah, I think this is going up Christmas week. So yeah, so Merry so Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Hanukkah Go to the over. store for last minute uh, gifts. Say, we'll be say, open. Say, from mention twelve the, to mention, seven. <laughs> mention the Cut Pro Wrestling podcast, and you get to meet them. Yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll sign your receipt <laughs> <laughs> after you sign it. <laughs> Follow the, the Cut Pro Wrestling podcast at backsportspage.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram. So hey, wait, that. before right on time, we got the church bells going. This is one of the reasons <laughs> I try to like get some of the guests off. And like I, I give them hints, like hey, like you know, like we, we don't have, you know, tell I know we don't have. Yeah, you know what? Let's tell that story. So, <laughs> listen, you can hear the bells, right? 
Like, so we, we, we got Conrad Thompson on and uh, I, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, man, I got like two minutes before these bells start going off and they're loud, man. Especially if it's hot inside the house, I got to open the windows. So that sound comes straight into my mic and I'm looking at the time. I'm like, yeah, I got to get this guy off, man, before these bells start going off. So I'm like, yeah, man, like I have so many questions for you, but I don't want to take up your time. You're so busy. He's like, no. You can ask me the questions. I got time. I'm like, God damn it. Like I had nothing. I just watched, I just watched this to end before these bells go. And the best part, and the best part and I had watch. nothing. I'm like, uh, so uh, tell me about your new, uh, tell me about your new show. And he's like, no. And I'm like, all right, good talk. Now, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, the best part was M went like this. Like he just went, so I got a question for you. No, no, go ahead and ask any questions. Yeah. It's like, I had nowhere to hide. Like I, I should have just, confessed and be like look i just gotta get you off before these damn bells start going off like i live in new york city it's it's very loud here i, w- I was very fortunate there were no no sirens no motorcycle sounds <laughs> the train didn't go by like it was a lucky interview i just I, had to get you off before these bells went off I, I, and i think the only other story that i i had to um that we could tell about the first couple episodes the good brothers won't forget about it we can just like could, that was a lot of fun. It felt like we were on their show. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, but I think the other funny story was we asked D- Dallas the first question of the show, and he was very gave a very he's an excellent storyteller, a very long winded answer. And I actually messaged him. I said, I think I'm going to go upstairs and have a sandwich because I don't think he's going to stop anytime soon. No, <laughs> Dallas was awesome because like, he, he, he did he did our job for us, and we just sat there and listened. I was transfixed by a lot of, a lot of what he was saying. Like I'm sitting there taking notes on on new workouts to try. I'm like, wow, like really bands. Wow, cuts the circulation, makes it makes your your muscles harder. I'm constantly taking pictures of my muscles and sending yeah, them to he's Randy. He's constantly looking himself in the mirror. I'm like, uh, Randolph, look at this, look at this, Randolph. Like you can have this, and he's like, Nah, I'm gonna have this big salad with with all these. Pictures. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he sent me pictures of the muscles. I'm like, Do you stop taking your picture, your face, will, and put it on other people's body? This is all me, baby. This is all me. Uh, so we were busy plugging ourselves and we got sort of interrupted by it. Well, the bells, the bells is what interrupted. So, so yes, you can listen to our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, where all podcasts are available. We're on YouTube and, of course, backsportspage.com. For Emerito Rivera, my name is Randy Zellia. Thanks for uh, we're doing a little mini show for you just to get a good idea of who we are. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back next week with more guests here on the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much, guys.